Hello, nerds. Welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour, the show where we talk about every live-action television show that's based on a comic book or a comic book-adjacent property-ish, uh, if, or why. So, I like, if a, if a show were based on Magic the Gathering cards... Or expensive statues. Listen, we'd have a conversation about it. I would veto it because who needs more shows? But yeah, we talk about it. Oh, I mean, expensive I, statues like little pewter figures. Yeah, have you ever been to a comic store and they have like, it's like, hey, you want to buy this Batman statue for two hundred and fifty dollars? And part of you goes, fuck yes, I do. I, I want to <laughs> have the statue. I just don't want to pay for it. Uh, I'm your host Taylor. Uh, uh, our primary method of determining which show we watch is which one has big dick energy because <laughs> I want to remain relevant. They're I, already over. Can I, I just like. say I get big dick energy? I know what it is. I get the reference, and I get, I guess I have it too. I fucking hate that I had to Google that this week. With yeah, me, as always, is Ryan, because hey, he, Taylor. he was polite and didn't interrupt. What a good little boy. Thanks yeah. for having me. I try to. I think, Three points to you, Ryan. I think you'll... Shut up. Don't <laughs> interrupt me. I think that you'll agree that on every show, I'm the most polite, and these three points is what I deserve every week. Yep. Sure is. No argument there. That's all. I can't interrupt the to, other guys. I don't want to... Do you want me to say more? He's trying to be polite. Uh, no, I just... I wanted to make sure that you were, like, good, and yeah, just, you do. You do deserve that, and you deserve all the love and appreciation that just we based don't on give the, you. Just based on the name, I feel like I should already be ready to start having small dick energy, and that is what I have tonight. That's... I wish that none of us would have... Actually, some of us do need small dick energy. I think it makes you kind of plucky. Yeah. You know? It's, like, it's the like underdog. Is, is it's a real a, scrappy-do scenario. Is there such a thing as, like, no, he's aver- got big dick energy. average no, dick fuck energy? That. Scooby-Doo has big dick energy. Scrappy-Doo has little dick energy. I've been told that it has nothing to do with dick size. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> it's how you comport yourself, and Scooby-Doo obviously no, has scrappy it. Scrappy-Doo. No, Scrappy-Doo is compensating for something. Scra- Scrappy-Doo is way too over the top. Scooby-Doo? Totally chill. I he's a chill myself. motherfucker. He's confident. He doesn't need well, to tell you that he's got okay, a Okay, but let me ask you this. Out. Who gave him pina coladas? Uh, I did, because <laughs> that dog is chill as hell when you get him liquored up. That that's No a, dog is chill as hell when you get them liquored up. Uh, have yeah. you met Scooby-Doo on some pina coladas? I have not met Scooby-Doo <laughs> on some pina colada. Thanks for introducing me. Now I can finally say something. Yeah, I'm glad that you can finally enjoy the conversation. Which dog would you think would be cool as hell liquored up? The coolest dog ever, probably Marmaduke, just because Marmaduke is mm. just. I feel like I, Marmaduke's racist. Marmaduke, Marmaduke is a horrible racist. Yeah. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> I don't know why we have that. Like, he's I an just awful racist. Instinct. Is that true? He's yeah. named I, after Duke. What's his face? Yeah, David to, Duke. David Duke. Oh, I, do, and his I dog think Marma. it's just his name. It's just like it's almost marmalade and also like the Grand Duke of something. Like, I thought if any dog had big dick energy. That dog would for sure. I was dude. thinking Clifford the Big Red Dog, honestly. Oh man, that I feel like that's not racist, but like specious, maybe prejudice. Definitely that if you're a big red dog, you have big big red dick energy. You yeah, can't just conflate the two. You're saying it's you're not about dick too much. size, but it feels like you're comporting and conflating. I'm not. Would Mar- would I say Marmaduke doesn't have it? If well, I actually didn't say that he doesn't have it. I just said he was a racist, and I guess you could be a racist with big dick energy. Really, that seems like such a violation. Also with me is Mike. Thank you. I'm here. Yeah. So, uh, which dog do you want to lick her up? Uh, there's a dog that goes camping with a cat on all over Instagram. I'd like to get that dog liquored up. Oh, oh yeah, that Homeward Bound, The Incredible no, Journey. No, no, no. That well, dog and cat are like steady. super good just, friends. They're, they're, they're That's they're rad. The they go hiking and stuff. That sounds too adorable. What's the yeah. name of this? I don't remember. I'll look it up. Uh, You're useless air. to me. Why Back in my day, well, yeah, have some fun. 
Back in my day, cats were with cats and dogs were with dogs. And I do not like where this whole thing is going. They're just intermixing now. Yeah. I don't get this. I like it. They're going to get married soon. Well, you remember that movie? um, Was was it Cats vs. Dogs? the movie. Oliver and Company? It was like Cats vs. Dogs or something like that. Dogs The Secret of Pussy Galore? (laughs) Yeah. But it was the one where, like, that kid was really into soccer and, like, these people kidnapped that kid. For some reason, and no, the dogs ladybugs. That was not a dog. That was uh, Jonathan Brandon. Oh, that's oh, and uh, uh, Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> Their names are Henry and Baloo. Thank you. That's I'm gonna write that down in our notes. Henry uh, the Colorado dog. Baloo yeah. feels like a bear's name. That's that a cat's does. name. Let's. I feel like, like a we're sweet. We're nice in danger of going there. We name. can't. It also sounds like a color name if you're bad at saying color names. <laughs> Give me that blue crayon. Yeah. <laughs> blue. Give me that blue chutney. <laughs> That's how I pronounce chutney. We're going to talk about that and also the season premiere of Preacher tonight. But before we get to that, the super serious shushy bullpen. Now we're here in the super serious shushy bullpen. This week we are continuing with our most prestigious of awards. So everyone, I need you to be on your awards behavior. Mm-hmm. But it's the beginning, so it's actually the least prestigious of the most prestigious well, awards. It, we already did the beginning last week, so it's the second least prestigious okay. of okay, the so prestigious we'll, This is like Best Supporting Actress territory. Right. Yeah. This is where it's, you put the these girls. Are, like, these are real awards, but because everyone's sexist, the ladies sort of get them out of the way first. That's correct. So this week we are giving the shushy for Best Sidekick. Now, gentlemen, are you ready to hear the nominees? I am. I'm so like legit excited about this. All right. Your first nominee from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jeff Ford for the role of Deke. I feel like we can stop right now. Yeah, I yeah. wondered this about over, this. Right? so good because he does everything a sidekick should do is both throw, throw the hero a gun at the last second, uh-huh. have a little quip, be made fun of a lot and be okay with it sometimes. The lemon f- thing, right? Flip your lid over so you can type a text instead of using the little buttons. Yeah. You don't want to go T9. You need a sidekick. This is the lemon guy, right? Drop the lemon the party lemons, dude. Yeah. This is dropping lemons. This, yeah. this is the lemon party guy. You could have gotten correct. a lemon? Yeah. yeah. But so how many? Everyone go check him out at lemonparty.com. Yeah, go ahead and search lemon party. We'll Actually, wait. do not do that. How many moments of the week did he get throughout the course of the season? All of them. All of the moments so of the many. week. Yeah. I'm not. I don't watch this show, but when I saw him on the thing, I was like, oh man. Well, fuck. This guy's gonna win it. <laughs> he reminded us of Zima and how great it is. Yep. He doesn't know how to rob a place. He got drunk on Zima. <laughs> That's a fucking sidekick. Wow. Batman drinks scotch. <laughs> Robin drinks Zima. Was he me in middle school? <laughs> All right. Your next nominee. Nominee is from iZombie, Rahul Kohli in the role of Ravi Chakrabarty. Okay, now I have seen some of this show. This is not the one that I, I watch regularly, but I like this dude. He's yeah, but funny. this is his worst season, right? Yeah, I oh, love yeah. Ravi, okay. and he could have clinched it all in any other season. But they, I think they they like wanted to expand his character while also taking things away and just didn't know what to do. They made him a dad. That's uh-huh. not fun. Or they didn't do it in a fun way. No, yeah. he had a, he was a dad and then watched his daughter die all in the span of okay, a few episodes. That was it's pretty not funny. Fun. That was pretty funny. So it seems that's like a good th- gag. He had a zombie period. That's yeah. fun. Uh huh. So it seems like the panel's going to be pretty upset if he wins it. <laughs> now, when you say zombie period, that's yeah. not like he was occasionally zombie. That is, but it is kind of that, right? Because he yeah. would monthly he become a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's that's a brave thing to put in your show, y'all. I love it. Finally, dudes taking periods back. Your next nominee from Legion. It's Carrie and Carrie, Bill Irwin and Amber Midthunder. Is this unfair that 
we feel like we're voting for two instead of this one. Is a two so for one. Does because it steal votes? There's different kinds of uh, uh, sidekicks, right? So you get the badass sidekick and the goofy yeah. sidekick all it's in like one. It's like that AT&T Fuck. promotion where you would buy one sidekick and you get another one, and it was a two for one, so you're getting two sidekicks. If so I Taylor love and your I ha- sidekick reference. That's hilarious. Taylor Thanks. and I have now done a sidekick phone joke. So, Mike and Greg, whenever you guys want to drop yours is cool. With, with the sidekick phone, that was the one where, like, you talk into the side of it, and it was like a texting thing. Okay, so the... Greg is done now. Mike, nope. you are the only one who can do it at this point. I had a pager. You want to blow it right now? You don't want to save oh, it I for later? Wait. I'm allowed to wait. wait. For it. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait. Oh, I'll, I should have waited until I thought of one. All right. What about just Amber Mid-Thunder? That's, that's a, a fucking name. That's okay, that's a bad name. name. But out of the two, out of the dyad there, I think that she is a little bit of dead weight. I think the show doesn't do a great job with her. I don't think it's the actress's fault. Disagree. But he is rad. He is my Carrie Loudermilk, for sure. Well, Amber he, is the color of your mid He's an old white man, so that's whoa, why you whoa. like him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I recognize that. And I, I feel like I have, like in the same way he has a young girl trapped inside him, I have a young girl trapped in my basement. So I feel like it's right. like... It all connects. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Your next nominee from The Punisher, Eben Moss Bachrach. For microchip. Talking about big dick energy. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. We've seen the receipts on this one. I, I, I remember like looking at the ballot and trying to figure out how to vote, and all I could think of was sandwich. Yeah. You guys yeah. remember sandwich? Oh, yeah. my God. God yeah. damn. That <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, what was it? Do you remember the scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh, he got this killer sandwich made, and Frank was about to eat like tuna straight out of a can. Yeah. And then he was like, you get a sandwich for me? He's like, no, you're good. You're good. And he was so upset. And then the whole drive, it was just Frank smelling that delicious sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I oh, was not God. stoked about the show when we first started watching it. Neither was I, honestly. I was not. I've never really been soaked on the character of Microchip, although the comics did one interesting thing with him that I don't know if the show is going to do. Make and, him fat? And make him a big fat guy. Uh, and then I hate this actor because he was such a... played such a piece of shit the in worst. Girls. Desi? And Desi, he yeah. was goddamn Desi. Rose above all of that. <laughs> and honestly, I'm just so proud of the, of the, the triumphant return he's made. He was glorious on th- this yeah. season. A 3D sidekick. Yeah. Like one you would use to call your friends in the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, oh, did oh, Mike did it! Damn! Oh, oh, Y'all forgot, sure didn't you? You forgot, Guys. didn't you? Look at these clips. <laughs> the, Look at these sweet clips. The shushy for best sidekick <laughs> reference goes, goes to, to Mike. Mike. Yeah. But Let's go they, to the highlight reel. In a way, they, Ravi did not pull off being a dad and being a sidekick. I think Microchip did. Oh, the best dad. Tell stuff. your kids you're dead. Uh-huh. Watch them live their lives. But and maybe watch your wife fuck your best friend. Like, I felt like there was a real energy there, a big dick energy, perhaps, <laughs> that maybe at one point he was just going to watch Frank just go to town on his wife. And to live up with his nickname, with that giant sandwich, ate the uh, tiniest potato crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Little crispies. Very upset by that. All right. Your final nominee from The Tick, it is Alan Tudyk oh my God. as the voice of Danger Bone. Oh, okay. my God. That is everything a sidekick should be, right? We're talking Alan Tudyk energy. Uh-huh. When <laughs> one is simply not enough and you bust out the second one. Guys, these never get old. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an infinite wellspring of joy for this me. This motherfucker rose from the ashes like a phoenix to from become a powerless. Bone. Oh. To then oh, yeah. get nominated for a new in different the, shushy in the same season, uh huh. It's like it's incredible what he was able to do. It really is incredible. He, he is <laughs> Oprah Winfrey level <laughs> inspirational. The, we have a very uh, to me, yes. we have a very few uh, lineup of actors that have been on bad shows that we fucking hated and then rose up. It's him and Lucifer's mom. Charlotte was on Battlestar Galactica. Powers, yeah, and then jumped over to Lucifer and and made herself up over. 
Can I just say real quick before we get to the winner? Um, just because of scheduling and how the shushies work, and it's not an exact science. Uh, last year's winner didn't get nominated, but it's just it's just part of the scheduling. Mm-hmm. Waverly should be here. We should talk about Waverly real quick. Let's enter into Waverly plays real quick and talk I'm about how furious she should right continue now. to be. She this should she be should. called the Waverly Award. I literally have Award. no idea what's going on right here's, now. Here's a little spoiler alert for you guys. You know what I did this week? Instead of watching Luke Cage, I watched the first episode of Winona Earp on <laughs> Netflix. Because <laughs> you never did. I never watched the first nice. season. And you know what? Waverly in that episode? Great. First oh, time man. you're introduced to her, she walks in with a shotgun and tries to shoot Winona for sleeping with her boyfriend. <laughs> it's a great moment. Waverly's Shit. the best sidekick. So let's just say this is the Waverly the Award. The Waverly Award. Do we have any other, uh, before we announce the winner, are there any other sidekicks that you felt really stood out that were not fully nominated for this award? The one that I thought would be a slam dunk was Happy, because mm-hmm. the show is named after yeah. him. And he's such, the, such a clear sidekick. In fact, gets upset in a scene by being called a sidekick, but he did not get nominated. You know what it was? I feel like the show, that he came around on that show, but it was such a rough beginning. And I think that's what cost And to him. be up against Christopher Maloney, that's not oh. good. Yeah. For me, and it felt he like was he never wanted it too much. I think so, too. We get it. You're a little yeah. unicorn. He, he did do a lot of drugs, which was kind of funny. I mean, it's always funny when people do a lot of so drugs. You, so one of those people you listed is going to be the winner? Yes. Is it Alan Tudyk for Danger Boat? And the other one, what? sorry, real quick. <laughs> Wait, do you go to the Oscars and just scream? <laughs> uh, I have a question. Is it La La Land? <laughs> Uh, the other one was Gamby. I thought that Gamby was a really good sidekick to Black Lightning. Fuck no. I'm surprised that he's not. All right. You're joshing. And the winner is, for the shushy, it's a danger of boat? best sidekick, Alan Tudyk? It's Alan Tudyk. Greg, Greg, what are you doing? Back You're doing ruining it. all the drama. I'm sorry. I, you doing? I got excited. I fucked up the sidekick thing, the joke about the phone, and I, I don't know, you guys. I'm really off. Like, Listen, you're on probation for the next segment, my young man. What? Uh, you're, the, you're being the Gamby of this segment. Oh, mercy. Yeah, go make Was me it suit. even close? No. <laughs> it's not. In my heart, no. Yeah. He made I, a theme song. I think that because <laughs> that danger boat half yeah. of the voters are obsessed with this gentleman named Deke, I bet it was close. Okay. Yeah. But... Danger boat is gonna take he you down. He is a boat that identifies as a man that is in love with Arthur. <laughs> oh, Danger boat, we love you. Thank you for being in our lives. That is it. Congratulations to Alan Tudyk. You can pick up your award at any time you want. By, yeah, just swing by the studio. Uh, Greg will remain on probation for the next segment, okay. and we will see how he does. And in the next segment, That's fair. That's we will fair. talk about our main event, the season premiere of Preacher. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this thing that we're doing. It's nice that you do it, and I'm glad that you do it because it makes me happy. If you want to listen to other things that we do uh, on the Your Pop Filter Network, here's a couple other shows that you should be aware of. Number one, up top, movie of the year. Show where my friend Greg, he hosts uh, our other friends, Mike and Ryan, and they just talk about the most yearly movie of a given year. This uh, season they're doing 1999. You should check that out. Also, OCD, where Mike and Ryan watch every episode of a show that I am furious about called The OC, and they talk about it just to make me angry. You can also listen to Writer's Block, which is a show where my good friend Mike also talks to serious people, and they have serious discussions about writing, and you should check that out if you're a serious person who likes serious things. Uh, Also listen to Superhero Hour Hour, a show that I help host with all three of those other guys, where we talk about every live-action television show based on comic book or comic book property, and a show that's just me, usually, and sometimes a guest, called Taylor Talking Taylor. It's a show where I talk about uh, other people 
named Taylor or other Taylors of note because that's I'm also so self-assessed and I like myself. So go there, check out all those shows, and love me. On the third season premiere of AMC's Preacher, Jesse and the gang head to Jesse's grandmother's house so she can save Tulip from purgatory before Tulip enters the afterworld and is dead forever. Hopefully Tulip is worth it because this means Jesse is back in bed with the worst family ever, including Jody, the man who killed both of Jesse's parents, his sex animal partner, TC, and the matriarch herself, Madame Langelle. They're able to get Tulip back from her sitcom hell, but not before the gang has made a deal with the devil. Taste buds, we'll get to the Langelle in a minute. But before that, I ask you this. How well did Tulip's staged presentation of her childhood purgatory work for you, both as a gimmick and a plotline? Both. I, I thought the gimmick worked very well, like purgatory. It's shitty, but not too shitty. Just like old yeah. laugh track sitcoms. You could tell it's purgatory because her favorite candy was Necco wafers. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Which That's purgatory, baby. <laughs> That was upsetting to the highest degree. I think you're going to make the best host of Purgatory someday. <laughs> That's Purgatory, man. That's Purgatory. Oh, this soda tastes like sand. That's Purgatory. That's Code Check Red, these. baby. Uh, yeah, I loved that entire bit. I, I was glad that it was only one episode. Yes. It started and I was like, they better not fucking, this better not be fucking Eugene in hell. That's the thing is that it wasn't our space. Right. Yes. Just to not be that, to mm-hmm. not have that not be the B plot was perfect for me. And to get more weird bureaucracy where she's trying to figure out how to get out and then she asks little her and she just goes, I'm just a weird actor. Okay. That's <laughs> the moment of the episode. <laughs> no, that is the second moment of the episode. The moment of the episode was him shooting the things and the guy goes, little Jesse, that's my swamp consomme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. TC, he's a delight. In, <laughs> love him. In the comics, this was my least favorite part of the oh, comic. Oh, really? Yeah, the whole Angelville Oh, stuff. man. I just, I wanted, I didn't want this whole, like, blast from the past bullshit. And his family's so unpleasant. Uh-huh. I just never really enjoyed this part. But did you guys find this family, outside of the comics, unpleasant? Like, did what it feels like the grandma and Jody and TC are actually kind of jovial. Yeah, they're not the same real fucking twisted right. dark TC terrible. Is, compared to the comic books, right. TC is a stand-up guy that I would hire to be He's my CEO. The best yeah. of the three of them. And they are all But do you remember sh- comic book TC? Yeah, I mean I just remember grossness throughout all of it. Oh, so gross. Uh, well, that's but, what th- that's what this comic and the show more thrives on is this constant tension of when am i going to find out what this person's sexual kink is Uh and how bad is it going to be how much meat am i going to watch this dude fuck (laughs) but but they're all in in this first episode (laughs) they're all intriguingly fucked up because jody beating the fuck out of jesse and about to drop a literal truck on his face Uh and then he's just like ah we're just tussling and you're like you do believe you're just tussling let me ask you this though so mike forget all comic books done did the first 10 minutes match the other 40 minutes of characters between Madame Lozelle, TC, and Jody? Because in the first 10 minutes... The they, horror movie we got is, in the beginning This is this? a oh. straight-up horror movie. And then this one was like, my family's fucked up. <laughs> I, I think it's also like, because whose point of view is that horror movie from? Who knows? And is it Jesse's memory? Is Sam Raimi's. It, it, it's Sam Raimi, so that's cool. Is Are we going to get more Sam Raimi throughout this season, do you think? I don't know. Close I, up face is someone I just screaming. So. It's also how people settle down when they get older. They're not going to. Oh, really? So Jody's now a calm yeah, version yeah, of Jody? Yeah. <laughs> He's not as shitty. TC I, only rapes old animals. I do think it's going to get progressively more like that because they had little callbacks to that like horror movie in 
the later bits. Mm -hmm. And so I think that right now we need it to be mostly sort of okay so that we understand the characters sticking around there. In in the comic book, TC catches a fish and gets it. And while it's flopping around, he sticks his dick in it. I have not gotten to that point in the comments. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I should have given a, a spoiler. It's issue 18. I'm very page excited. Page 22, panel 13. Very Dude, excited. For I just happened to know that off the uh, top of the dome. But I think that the TV lesson we can learn here is that our face was boring for a lot of reasons. But one, it's because it had very little to do with the main thing we were focusing mm-hmm. on. Uh, Tulip had direct stuff to do with our A plot. And that's yes. so important. And now the tension can build in two ways. That's what we were missing right. with that whole Hitler is in hell shit we got from before. That's I, And they're both in the opening credits. Right. So it's coming back. I'm okay with them coming back as long as they're not still just stuck in hell. That was boring, and I didn't want to watch that. I want to watch uh, that Hitler that we saw from last season just hanging out at what I think from the opening credits. It seems like he's going to work at a Starbucks, and I love that the, entire such, plot line. such a good opening credit. In general, that song is amazing, but yes. it's that sizzle reel that they gave us. I was just amped for this season. Yeah, I like all of those moments. I'm like, I want to see all of those. Well, we have two options because of all the people that are now in the opening credits. We have two options. One, a ton of B plot lines and C plot lines. Or two, they're all heading towards the plantation. I would prefer option one. Yeah, no, because they're not. this show isn't good at that. You're telling me what Taylor prefers yeah, and what he doesn't Yeah, you don't prefer that. I, I want option one because I think the problem that they've run into, for me at least, is that they have run out of steam concentrating too much on just the main storyline because they keep it all in one location the entire story and they don't typically have enough story to propel that. If they've got multiple stories and they end up converging at the end, I think they can sustain some amount of momentum through the whole season. And I think our biggest complaint for all these shows on this podcast is lack of focus. Mm-hmm. We get we go crazy when there's no focus and it feels like they're just doing whatever they want. This episode had great focus because the B plot line had was directly involved with the A plot line. If the B plot lines that you're talking about, Taylor, that you want involve the A plot line either plot-wise or thematic-wise, then we're good. But usually it's just a bunch of short films jammed right. together. Yeah. <laughs> that's i mean fair but also uh, i don't care i'm not i'm sticking to my guns i want i want the first one what do you guys uh cassidy and cassidy let jesse know that he fucked too uh-huh so do you guys how long do you guys want this to continue one well, episode half of one episode the, the next five minutes of the next episode you don't like the tension between the two guys i like the tension between the two guys i don't want that to be what's gonna solve it though yeah it shrug shoulders it's yeah, yeah, just over it because it is interesting because Ka- Jesse was like, D- you can't tell me anything about the girl I've known my whole life, but Cassidy was right about what her favorite song yeah, was. that did happen. And the look that they shared once Tulip was back. like So there is going to be some triangle-ish-ish because other- <laughs> It's going to be triangle-ish. Because otherwise, why why would Cassidy even stick around and help them on their adventures? Yeah. I, I, I and like- this show could not afford to lose Cassidy. No. But Jesse and Tulip have to lose Cassidy. So yeah. that will be the drama mm. that propels them. I like it. Let's <laughs> just do it. Let's, Let's just- green light it. <laughs> it feels like the kind Check, of guy, please. Jesse... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your catchphrase. Yeah, I think uh, the kind of guy Jesse is, though, he can't just shrug it away right no no he and cassidy are bros now and that's forever even if you have sex with my girl yeah i agree that's but that's that's the bit of the the tension that i like is them both 
acknowledging that one of them is a piece of shit to the other one, but that they're kind of stuck in this deal. I don't necessarily like I, some of the love triangle bits are good, but I don't want that to be the primary focus. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like a thing that I'm not sure preacher can necessarily they do have done exactly a- yeah they've proven that they're not great at stuff like tulips trauma storyline yeah you guys aren't good at the subtle ptsd type storylines so cassidy trying to prove that he like he wants to bring jesse down a peg because he idolizes jesse and so if he brings jesse down then that's cool but we can't do this for the rest of the show we can't do this for the rest of the season and they have done a really good job of sprinkling in how much Cassidy pays attention to Tulip and mm-hmm. how much he really does know her and sometimes check Jesse on the things that he wants to do. So I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot there to be explored that they would lose if they just shrugged it off. Because Jesse really, really does think that he's like an old school protagonist, like yeah. a Western protagonist. Oh, yeah, for sure. And part of that is not paying attention to not. what the girl wants at all. Or how she's better than you at some things. Uh-huh. And one of the smartest fixes from the comic or changes from the comic is that Cassidy is truly in love with Tulip and is a good scumbag, not a drug you up so you will fuck me kind of scumbag. Well, we don't know. That could be coming, but there's, there's very... I, ho- I really I don't want to do it. Let's modernize. There's clearly somebody who Cassidy is in love with more than Tulip. Jesse. Yeah. So that's the interesting part. Let's Wait, maybe they had to go uh, reverse the triangle. E, e, ma, wait, what is it? E two mama tambien. Yeah, and just you know what, dude, we're just gonna have to bang this out. Like, there's a <laughs> lot here. There's a lot of energy here. You know I what? C- I'm on board with <laughs> that fucking plot line. Yeah, if, like, if, and then bring TC in. Like, he's oh no, TC's not. Oh. TC's no. gonna pick no? a different animal. Yeah, to, no? uh, yeah. That I think they head. just enter into a poly thing and they uh, they explore that avenue. I got to say, though, once again, for the third year in a row, I'm so into the season. And I know uh, I will be burned, but I'm so in. I f- I'm see, I don't, so ver- nervous. I don't feel that. I don't know why. I guess I'm just a dumb idiot. I'm just excited. I'm like a schoolgirl, man. I'm just like so pumped for all this. I'm so excited to see more modern voodoo. When she was mixing things and then put it all in a neutral bullet, I was just like, uh, yes, oh, I want yeah. to see how modern that was people classic do too. voodoo. Cloak and, Cloak and Dagger has modern voodoo, really? too. Man, yeah. that's a hot thing right now. You know now. what? Shout out to 2018, the year of modern, modern voodoo. Modern voodoo, man. I was uh, watching them talk about modern voodoo, and I, I just talked to somebody about this. It was a different comic book show that we watched. It was Cloak and Dagger that reminded me of this 3D printing out the, yeah. the fetish? Yeah, for sure. All dude. right. Well, we'll see if Preacher will burn us yet again. Fingers crossed it will not. Greg, I want to commend you. You are now off probation. You oh. did excellently during that segment. Good job, Eggshells, dude. Eggshells. You were wonderful. All right. That is it for our main segment. Now we're going to move in to a little loosen up segment called... The tape in. I had to actually step out for a second, so I'm going to let the uh, intern Steve handle the next segment. But I'll be intern right. Steve. This guy's been blowing up our tweeter. All right, guys, what's up? Um, I'm Steve, the intern. Um, I'm I don't think you're supposed to be talking into the mic, Steve. Yeah, this is weird. You have a mic now. I'm so listen. I'm sorry. Um, it's just I'm sorry, sir, but that's what um the host asked me to do. Okay. Okay. So, Taylor is the host. Um, so um, I, we're just going to be doing his uh pin for right now. Um, and this is a thing called... Uh, We're supposed to guess his pin? Well, uh, no. Um, one, 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 well, one. I mean, three, two, that's, four, zero. That's really close to his actual <laughs> Wait, pin. He gave it to me. You know his pin? Well, yeah, because he has the, the company card, which and is And that just does say it for private investigation number, just so we all know. <laughs> as, yeah. 
As the intern, do you have all of her pins? No, ju- uh, just him. Okay, um, Because, like, you guys always send, like, his card to me. Mm-hmm. Have to, you like, met all of her pins who cooks up the burgers in the kitchen? Uh, I have not, sir, but um, I will go check. Uh, Please meet, meet him. him right now or at your earliest convenience. No. Intern Steve, you, can, you don't have to call him sir. We're, we're just, like, gabbing. Oh, I disagree. Uh, thank you, sir. Well, um, like, my stepdad, Kyle, he always tells me that, like, <laughs> whenever you talk to people, like, you should always call them sir or ma'am. So um, I just try to be respectful whenever possible. Is there a more stepdad name than Kyle? <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> You're not my real dad, Kyle. <laughs> just my mom's lover. <laughs> that, that's very funny, but, like, he has raised me, and I do respect him as a father. Do you think Kyle titty fucks your mom? I I don't want to speculate on that, but, like, maybe, like, she's a sexual woman. and <laughs> She is a sexual woman. <laughs> Steve, you don't have to take this. Steve, Guys, we, we just right. had the sexual harassment talk. We don't need to do this again to another so, intern. So, uh, this... Uh, this uh, bullpen thing that he is giving to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. we call it tape pen around here. Oh, um, sorry, sir. Um, the yeah. tape pen. Uh, that's dumb, though, right? Intern Steve, don't you think that's kind of fucking? Does it yeah, a better name? Because I think we're taping all of the show, right, <laughs> oh, guys? <shit>. Greg, <laughs> did a, you like a, that one, Steve? That was a very good joke, sir. By and the way, you're I not allowed to put humor. me on probation because <laughs> you're just a fucking intern. I, w- I would never. Um, that's not something that I like to do. Um, so we're gonna be doing a thing called baby fight. Ah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It's <laughs> weird that you haven't had an uh, ounce of liquid in your mouth for hours, but you almost did a spit take. <laughs> it's just baby, baby. And fight. is this Taylor's idea or Kyle's idea? Uh, this is. Uh, he gave me a piece of paper that just. That's the only thing. That Who you did? did? It just said baby fight. Oh, uh, uh, you know, uh, Taylor. Call him sir. Yeah, uh, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, ta- Taylor, sir, sir uh-huh. Taylor. He gave me this piece of paper, sir Taylor. and it just said baby fight and like a very short description of um, what it is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so uh, basically, what it is is um, you guys are gonna give me uh, a. A baby version of one of the characters that are one of these shows that you guys talk about. All right, and like uh, you're basically gonna take them and figure out who's gonna like win in a fight. Okay, okay, I got mine. Okay, um, so it, I don't, I don't know who to go to first. Um, so like, if you guys, you're in charge here, intern Steve. If you guys just have like an order or something that you want me to use, I'll go first. Okay, um, I'll take that. Baby David from Legion. Damn it. That's, oh. that's, that's a very good choice. I like yeah, that I jumped choice. jumped right in there. Technically, he has like an adult man inside him. Very weird for babies, but uh, the Shadow King. So, yeah, Baby David. Okay. Uh, so, you're taking the guy with a full-grown adult in this baby butt? Mm-hmm. And then... I'm going to go with uh, Baby Uber Girl, who has all the powers of Supergirl, but she's a Trump voter. Oh, okay. So, like... Um, from well, Crisis my- on Infinite... CW shows. So it's like Supergirl, <laughs> but my stepdad, Kyle. Exactly, yes. Cool. <laughs> you might remember him because of Kyle. Oh, yeah, th- I'm sorry. Um, I, please correct me if I speak out of turn. That's just like how I vocally process things. You're interrupting me right now. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Yeah, please. That's uh, fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um, um, uh, uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going to do sir? Baby Lucifer. So he is a oh little baby, God, little adorable. British baby in a tailored suit. Detective. All right, so um, <laughs> now... That's what I imagine that would be like. Now um, I'm just going to put these into this uh, computer that... Oh, you have a computer. Use? Yeah. They gave you a computer. Well, I don't remember signing off on this for the budget, but that's fine. Look, he was doing everything on Post-it notes. I fucking had to Sorry, get it Sorry, well, um, I di- if it makes it any better, I did have to build this computer by hand. Uh-huh. So, um, so Mike gave you computer parts. Yeah, yeah. and connects. <laughs> yeah, I well, I've it took me... Um, you know I got them connects. It took me approximately like uh, six months to uh, put together. Um, but yeah, nobody needs the fucking backstory of the computer, dude. What, oh. what happened? Well, um, it looks like um, uh, all the babies, they just started, like, just pounding on each other. And, like, just That's adorable. Really, just really, like, going to town. Like, there's no this whole This is part. cute and troubling. <laughs> yeah, and just, like, all the babies are just, like, taking off their diapies and, like, 
rubbing poop in each other's faces. <laughs> oh, mercy. Can I ask you a question? Intern Steve, does yeah. any part of this turn you on? I I I don't know if I can say that on air because um I I don't know if like college That's a yes. I, I I don't know if like college recruiters are listening to this or not. <laughs> oh like, sure, you're going to college. Wait, yeah. aren't you in college? Yeah, right I thought now? you were well, getting credits. Well, for this. I'm currently at community college because I was gonna go to state on like a baseball scholarship, but mm-hmm. I decided to stay back at community college to stay with my girlfriend Keely until she graduates. Look, here's it's good that you did community college because it's so much cheaper. It's bad that you did it for somebody you're not gonna talk to or think about in ten years from now unless you sadly jerk off at her Facebook page. Well, I mean. That's um, I thank you for that advice, sir. I'll take that under advisement. But um, I think I personally I think that we're gonna go the distance. But that's um, just how I feel. Steve, how old are you? Um, I'm 19. I'm I'm like almost 20. Almost. Yeah. Do you oh, so you're 19 and a half. Well, I mean, like I'm. I've got like three more months. So um, you know, we'll see how it that's goes. That's 19 and three quarters. Yeah. Have I, you thought about joining the army? I, well, um, I have. That's like third on my list. First is I'm I'm hoping to get like a baseball scholarship to like a good college. Second's um, probably glass blowing. Well, second is actually um, I want to be a country music singer. Mm. And then um, third is actually third is law school. And then fourth is joining the army. Why don't you do it all? Because then you'll be the lawyer, country always music do it all. singer well, in the army. My stepdad Kyle, baseball. he always told me like you take one time, one thing at a time, and you like. He, well, pardon my French, but he said like you whole ass one thing and not half ass like a bunch of things, and so that just that's not really, bad advice. That really spoke to me, and so I took that under advisement, and I'm so trying to do that. Quit baseball because that's dumb. You, there's no real future in it, right? And you're not good, dude. You're not good. Well, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, that's um, I'll take that under advisement. And I honestly, I apologize for us asking how old you are. We can tell by your mustache you are 19 and a half. We should not have asked that. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> that's- <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's so, how, how did you do fighting these babies? Well, um, it looks like um, the guy. I'd imagine a big strapping youth like yourself, you'd probably kick baby oh, ass. Oh, like, are you oh. asking like if I was fighting the babies? I thought that's what we <laughs> were doing. Steve, how would you do fighting those babies? I thought you were gonna fight three babies. Well, like, if we're just talking about, there's like, three I, of them. I don't know if it's fair. I mean, listen, bro. I mean, sir, sorry, sir. Um, oh. If we're like fighting babies and stuff, like. I'm gonna pardon my French, but like I'm gonna fuck some some babies up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're very like polite and calm, Steve. But I imagine you get like a six pack of natty ice in you, and then you turn into a monster. Well, I mean, listen, like, um, I like, uh, I'm sorry, like, I like to put on my professional attitude when I'm clearly, you, but like yeah. sometimes I get with my bros. This is I, a workplace. I like, I like play some Fortnite, and I get, I get a little rowdy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, we just get rowdy and rough, and we just go for it. And I think it's know, super cool that you uh, to come into work today. You put a tie on over your tuxedo T-shirt. That's real fucking class. Classy, dude. Thank you, sir. Um, be, he, I always try to present my best self. Uh, yeah. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Taylor made him wear that. He was just in like a plaid button up. Taylor is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you still listen to Taylor? Don't listen to Taylor. Well, if he asks you to do something, come to us and we'll say if it's right or not. Oh, oh thank you, sir. Um, I will have to check with him before I can. Nope. Don't do that. No, that I'm, okay. I'm saying don't do that. Also, don't listen to Ryan. Okay. Just come to yeah. me or Greg if you need. Yeah, just stick. To, and I wouldn't listen to Mike. But just come to me, and I'll tell you which babies to fight, which babies to just like let go on their way. I if, feel like this is very conflicting information, but I'm gonna try and uh, execute all this to the best of my ability and deliver a good product to you guys, my employers. Does it say in your computer of those three babies who would win? Um, it it does. It, like if I'm not fighting the babies and just the babies are fighting. Yes. Um, it looks like the devil baby wins. The devil Woo! baby. Oh. Don't think yeah. about it. Yeah. That's bullshit. So um, the devil baby, it looks like he send he just sends the other babies to hell because they didn't get baptized. Well, I mean, was Lucifer ever a baby? I don't think so. I think yeah. he was a full grown angel and he got well, sent straight dev, to hell. Dev. He was created as as a full as a man already. In turn, see, because you picked Mike as the winner because he picked Lucifer I, baby. I just I just want to establish that I did not pick him. 
Oh, the computer did. But because your computer did, he now wins a $5,000 gift certificate to Starbucks. Um, and Steve, we're going to go drink some coffee. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. Um, I'm actually not allowed to drink coffee at past 6 p.m. It's a house roll. Um, so Whose house? You're out here. Your well, family's not around. I, we're I in sunny wanna... Burbank, dude. There's no Kyle as far as the eye can see. Well, um, he is going to have to pick me up later. So I don't know about... But I Wait. mean, if... I do have to Skype him uh, every I just, night. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to, like, disrespect him even when he's not around because, um, like, my stepdad Kyle, he always says that, like, character is what you do when people aren't looking. And that's how I try to live my life. All right. I think, I think that character is what you do when you're on tape in. That's what uh, my <laughs> phrase always was. I feel like characters are welcome. <laughs> well, you're, you're always a USA kind of guy. Yeah. USA. <laughs> sure. USA. I, I love America. All right. Do you guys... Um, I don't know if is this a good time to end. Yeah, no, I, I okay. think we could do two Ta- or three what more ta- rounds. Usually, what? what Taylor will do is just sort of peter out. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, just like make a fart noise and then eat lasagna. That's what he does. Then I will um, just say, um, uh, check please. And <laughs> yes, that's, you will. that's it for the uh, tape in. It was so and hard not to ruin that. Th- thank you guys for letting me do this and being so um, respectful and giving me so much good advice. And Shut the fuck up, idiot. Check, check please to you too, man. Well, Thank you, sir. And, and uh, tell your tell your stepdad and, Kyle, check please. Uh, yeah, thank you, and um, and also with you. No, text, text him now in front of us. Check please. Text him now. Uh, um, okay. Have Have you guys noticed that intern Steve is much more respectful in person than the fucking pop off he is online? Oh yeah, yeah. on Twitter he gets He's a little so crazy. So fucking brave on Twitter. All right. Well, um, now I'm gonna uh, end this segment, and then when we get back, um, Taylor's gonna be back from going to the store to buy like a whole bunch of four locos, and then um, <laughs> we're just gonna move on. So I call him Quattro Crazy. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Greg. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like this show so much that you want to throw a little money at it, we'd very much appreciate that. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. And I'm here to tell you about the $1 tier. For $1, you are officially a friend of the show. You'll get access to the new Deadpool review and any review in the future. You'll get access to weekly blog posts and a random audio bonus right into your ears that we think you'll definitely love. Thanks so much for supporting the show, and don't forget, you are a hero. All right, guys, I am back. Welcome to The Pull List. This is the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week that isn't the main segment. Uh, guys, we are moving on up in the world. We've got two shows this two week instead of one. Shows. So you're, Wait, we're happy about this? I mean, it's, it's you know, we Some like... quality a, programming. We like a reasonable number of shows. Yeah, it does feel weird to do a whole show about two Two episodes of something. It's real short, though. It's real short. All right. Your number two show this week is Luke Cage. This week on the season premiere of Luke Cage, Luke Cage struggles trying to balance his ideals with his need to make some sweet cashish so he can move out of his girlfriend Claire's aunt's house. These superhero problems are more relatable all the time. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mariah dreams of going legit and restoring honor to the Stokes family name, but her choice of replacement tries to kill Power Man with a Judas bullet which no longer gets the job done. But will the arrival of a new baddie, Bushmaster, spoil all his plans? I don't know. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Will the arrival of Bushmaster spoil all his plans? Did they say Bushmaster in this episode? I know that is the comic book character, but... I don't think they said it, but I watch all these shows with uh, closed captions on, and so, like, when you don't know a character's name, closed captions will always tell you what it is. (laughs) And that happened with... Famously, it happened with uh, Game of Thrones. There was an unnamed character, and everyone was like, who's that guy? And the close captions were like, his name's the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, 
Thanks, closed captions. <laughs> All right, cool. Spoiler alert, closed captions. He's father of Jon Snow and Cleopatra. I feel oh, like shit. it's my bound duty to tell you guys that this episode of Luke Cage, which was good and I really enjoyed it, was directed by, and I'm not joking, Lucy Liu. One Lucy Liu. I saw that, yeah. Ever? Yeah, that's the very one from the, the hit line, all the uh, Beyonce's and no, Lucy Liu. Sorry. No, 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 no. We need to back up. What was this thing you just read? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Ballistic. X versus Thank Saturday. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now you know what correctly. Is, now you know it's important to point about. out that Lucy Liu did not direct Ballistic X versus Sever. No. She just she was, happened to be well, in it. She was X and or Sever. What the happened was she was on the show Elementary. Mm. My uh, dear Watson. Yeah, exactly. The subtitles, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, yo, let me get behind that camera. And they were like, what? You're a girl. Yeah. And she's like, no, but I think I could do it. And All right. Like, let's give it a shot. I don't know. It's like giving a mule a spinning wheel, but let's just do it. And you know what? She did a competent job because you don't think about the directing in this episode, but pretty good. I thought that there was <laughs> a ringing endorsement from Greg. <laughs> Here's the two things that I'm looking for for a first time TV director. or I don't know if it's first time, but a Sixth TV director time. Um, <laughs> does it motor. And mm. how are the fight scenes? And the Bushmaster ending fight scene, I that thought was, was done dope. well. Uh, I thought that was done very competently. And I this was the most motoring episode of Luke Cage in its history, which is a low bar. But I thought it did all of the stuff it needed to. Okay, I'm a dumb, stupid idiot. But didn't this episode feel like this show is just going to be like high pace and action packed from now on, and watching these fights for the streets and like nobody is a politician anymore? I it's know, but just it's just action. it's those middle five episodes yeah. of right. every yeah. Netflix. Here's what I've sad. discovered. I'm the one who just likes the stupid things that you all like. Greg is the one who gets optimistic about the show. Uh-huh. We're all real every single time. Wait and I'm the one who about- just says it like it is. Yeah. You sort of tell it like. And it I'm is. dad weight. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, and Mike's the fun one. But <laughs> Mike I like the dead weight. Mike actually, according to his smell, is the fun yun. Hey-o. you're welcome. Uh, a quick question: Are shades and Mariah are they actually? Aunt and nephew? No. no. That was just a thing because she's an older... It's a weird... That's a thing that gets the shit kicked out of you. If yeah. You it's weird to say you're here with your aunt. I don't know why he would guess aunt. Just don't guess. Hey, That's- servers of America, just like you should not question mm-hmm. whether or not a woman yeah. is pregnant, do not guess as to a relationship because no, it's always no. going to end poorly. And that was the most badass response was Mariah just sucking off his finger yeah. in front okay, of the Bill I thought Shades took it a little too far of kicking the living shit yes. out of... Like, yeah. close to death. But... Mariah's response was perfect. But building yeah. off that, um, well, you know Mariah, I get she a, carries a scene. Very nice. Could I get a hey, auntie, for Mariah in this hey, episode? <laughs> I like. I did not think of this woman in in, that, in those terms, but <laughs> she's pretty hot in yes. this. She's been in a lot of movies where she plays the like uh, frumpy uh-huh. like nun or whatever. But yeah, I think Mariah has it going on in the kitchen. And because she was like a politician last season, there wasn't like a whole lot of that. But man, she and Shades have like a legit energy. She can I'm, suck a fucking finger. Dude, she yeah. can suck a finger. This is, I think, her cut loose because she's the last one of her family. Cut she's like, loose. oh, I can do whatever the cut fuck loose. I want. Yeah. I still think Shades is the most bullshit bullshit in the history of the MCU. I still think that the fact that he still wears sunglasses inside because yeah. that's how and tough that he is. Nobody uh-huh. gives him shit for it. And I think this actor who, again, did a good job. We haven't talked about this in like a year. Did a good job on Sons of Anarchy in a minor role. Uh, is not tough and Mm-mm. not threatening at all. Bushmaster, Terrible. I'm scared of yeah, that, guy. that guy. I am legit scared of what this season will bring. It, he it's also, not fucking Shade. He, Shade should be a drummer in a jazz band. This show, like Luke Cage, isn't a great fighter. He's just unstoppable. Uh, and this motherfucker is going to take him down. Not because he's also bulletproof, but because he has technique. Yes. 
He uh, he does that dance fighting, that capoeira or whatever, uh-huh. which is specifically not actually a fighting thing. It's just supposed to like look good. It's like a performative martial art. Right. And you have to turn Skrillex on before every fight. <laughs> but I think the video game Tekken made everybody think like, no, this is like a legit way to fight. Is that yeah. the one with a bear? That is yes. one where you can fight as a bear or a dinosaur. Te- Tekken was the best. Like, Dude. let's be real. Street Fighter was okay. Tekken was batshit, and I love it. This is our segment. Check in with Tekken. Check in with Tekken. Uh, speaking of a uh, check in, please. <laughs> That's it for Luke Cage. Do you have moments of the week? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay. They, Mike, just do seven moments of the week. They, they, this is how I cheat. When Luke Cage and uh, Claire do their dance, fuck. They are fucking to a reggae song that's called Night Nurse, which is her oh, name from on, the comics. Oh, come on, Night Nurse. That was great. That, was, that great. was great. That dance scene was super hot and a thing that nobody ever does, but it, I did think it was Artie. How do we show these two characters fuck when we don't want to actually show them fuck? Let's make them dance super sexy. Also, And that Night Nurse thing was 100% winky, 0% stinky. Yeah. yeah. They uh, they banged on a uh, one of those couch beds. Uh-huh. So that's We've all done it. You, yep. get, you get points for that, man. That is not a good and bang. And it didn't break. Well, he was using kung fu time. Lord. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Ryan. It's nice that uh, before you have, if you're gonna have sex on a, a convertible couch like that, you get to say, "So should I pull out before?" Wait, all of <laughs> all of my couches right. are convertible. Do you have roofs on your couches? <laughs> but oh. my real moment of the week is uh, in the, the big opening fight scene. I'm Luke curious. Cage breaks a desk with somebody's head. Uh huh. That's it. Good one. <laughs> Greg? Uh, I, mine is Luke Cage goes to fight a guy and he just, he like open hand slaps him on the head because Luke Cage is so strong and like made a medal or whatever. The guy just passes right out, but it's like the smallest little tap and the guy just a like, clunk. Did you guys see uh, Bay? Is that what it's called? Or Bao? Did you guys see Bao? Yes. Oh, I did, you know, yeah. Where his head is very dentable. Uh-huh. That's how Luke Cage treats everybody. He treats everybody like they're a fucking dumpling. Uh, <laughs> my moment of the week is Mike Coulter is a great actor. Smoldering, right? But I don't think he Coltering. and the writers know exactly how he's going to be Luke Cage. And we got the closest here where uh, somebody named Sugar calls. <laughs> or, and he's like, uh, well, Sugar, this better be sweet because I don't, don't want to tell you what it's going to be like if it's bitter. Those are Luke Cage comic book lines. Yeah. And I think Mike Coulter is close. He's not there yet. But I think we can like get Like when that. he sees that rocket coming towards him, he's like, sweet Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that if you're Luke Cage, right? All right. That is Luke Cage. It's on Netflix right now. You can watch the whole season. Apparently, it's better than the first season. So check it out. It's we good, will be watching dude. it week by week, episode by episode. So watch it that way if you want to just watch along with us or watch it all at once and then listen to us talk about it for the next two months. Enjoy it. Savor watch. Yeah. Savor watch. Your next show this week is Cloak and Dagger. This week on Cloak and Dagger, Tandy is consumed with solving the Roxxon cover-up and uses her powers and joining an escort agency to gather information. She's good. Tyrone's got to get ready for the big basketball tournament and gets pushed off a building to learn his powers. And Detective O'Reilly looks into the city's drug problems by doing a whole bunch of cocaine. Gentlemen, I ask you this. You still liking this show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. my Just God. This second. episode was great. I think I like episode. it more. Yes. I think I like it more. The, the, this didn't, didn't watch this goddamn episode. Every episode I don't watch is the episode you guys are like, this is the best okay. episode. Yeah. He, this show has been toying with having very complicated characters, but this was the first episode where it seemed like I have so much faith in their ability to do that. And it's that nobody has to like seem good, but then actually be bad and have that be complicated. When she meets like the rocks on executive mm-hmm. he is so nice to her and you're like oh they're doing that thing where like she did with her near stepdad greg like the mom's boyfriend greg where oh, he seems like a dickhead greg. i know right a lot of times you see greg you just go the other way uh but 
you thought they were she was gonna do the same thing, but she touches the rocks on guy. He's nice to her, and he's like, "Let me help change your tire." But then when she like does her thing where she can brush up against, see what his hopes are, he's like fishing money out of like the bay, and he's like, "It's like because it's all imagery and stuff." He's like taking it out of dead workers. And pockets and stuff his hope and is killing that, the workers his, if they're not dead his hope yeah. is that one of them will survive to fight him so he can then <laughs> drown him exactly so it's not just like you thought this guy was bad but it turns out he's nice it's you thought this guy was bad and he'll be nice to you but he's fucking super duper evil and in this hour we had the first 20 minutes were a little like middling because that's what how marvel shows work but mm-hmm. the last 40 minutes like they set up clear goals and we have overarching season goals and episodic goals mm-hmm. and they solve those episodic goals and I know this is basic TV, but in the MCU, I was yeah. like yeah. clamoring for it. I was so stoked that they both got to figure out a thing and grow a little bit in one hour. I thought this was fantastic. And so, and so many uh, superheroes are learning about their power shows. They have like an older mentor. It's so interesting to have one be a little better at superhero school and then goes back to teach Tyrone how it works. She's like, I figured it out. Do this. <laughs> All you and have to do is try to commit suicide. Shove him off the bridge or the balcony. Uh-huh. The other thing, too, is the soapy part is that in Marvel shows, we'll just meet a random character, like how Tyrone meets uh, the friend from the past who runs like a uh-huh. auto shop or yeah. whatever. And that'll mean nothing because everything in Marvel shows means nothing. But how that tied back into the end of this episode. Right. Oh, my God. I want the next episode. And not in a way where... I think it will be good. Mm-hmm. I think it will continue to be good. And do you know what I care about just as much is the drama of he didn't give that girl his jacket fast enough. Uh-huh, yeah. Because yeah. jackets high are school hard drama's to come there by. too, for sure. Because when, Girl, I was chilly too, okay? <laughs> when his girl says, uh, oh, well, I guess this is how friends act. I didn't know if it was some voodoo shit. It was straight up high school shit. Or if she it was saw just Tandy, high school drama. But it was just that she didn't get that letterman. She just didn't get that letterman. Because, yeah, you're supposed to very publicly right. do it. That's not his fucking deal. And, you know, they keep doing this thing where the two of them, Cloak and Dagger, are like the opposites, the foils mm-hmm. for each other. And that's become like so, there's so many levels to that now, you know? They both have this power to go into people's brains. And he's like, we shouldn't do that. It's not fair. And she's like, I think we totally should. They are diametrically opposed on basically every issue, but they still are like stuck together. Mm-hmm. And I that just, it really, it, it's continued to be very interesting. That, that too, but also like how Captain America's got that shield, right? Yeah. And he throws the shield, throws the shield. He can just throw the shield all day. But no, dude, girl, if you keep using your powers, I have less and it fucks me up too. Yeah. And they have to figure out this balance, not just to be humans, but also with their powers. How did they explain per- that basketball disappearing? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. The ref was like, well, I don't know. I guess yeah, oh, well, let's that, move on. Th- that was so confusing. I thought like I blinked and missed things because it was also his power just winked out. The basketball like went through his hands. It's because she was using her powers yeah. across town. But also the thing with the ref was super confusing. And then it took me, the internet had to tell me what oh, was Oh, really? Up. Did you guys just get what oh, was yeah. going on? Yeah, well, we watched just, sports. Do you, although, even, do you I don't understand watch what sport we they sports, were playing? We well, the guy broke out from prison, and then he was calling the shots. The thing that they did not handle well, though, is that uh, Tandy pushes him into a pool, so he reverts his powers back, uh, and then he wakes up at halftime soaking wet. Yeah. And then he dries off his head, but his shoes and socks are soaked. That's so much athlete's foot. That is not <laughs> proper Well, that's what care. next episode's about. I okay, just, think just it's irris- athlete's foot? Yeah, I think it's irresponsible to show it and then not bring up exactly, the repercussions. Yes. Where's the tenactin? The tough actin tenactin? I do have to say, Boom. in the history of basketball, no one has ever not been fouled and looked disappointed. <laughs> and he does it nonstop. He's like, come on, Riff. You didn't really foul me. Dude, just, game, just take it, okay? Just take it. Uh, all right, well... 
Check, please. That's it for Cloak and Dagger. Should we do some moments real quick? If you guys want to do some moments of the league. Okay, I'll just jump in and do one. Uh, It opens up. This show's so good, you guys. Okay, it opens up and closes with the filming of a a Roxxon ad. But in the opening one, you're just seeing the ad. It's not actually the filming. You're seeing it. And it's like, uh, I was in the army, and now I got my arm blown off. And now I'm cleaning up these beaches. And it pulls back, and what he's doing on the beach is just raking the Uh beach. You don't need to rake the beach, guy. That's okay. Somebody else will do it's that. <laughs> yeah. My moment is very close to that same part. It's the character's name. It's so Marvel. It's Loud and Swift. The loud guy's name is Loud and Swift. <laughs> That's amazing. Well done, name so generator. he's probably a bad guy soon, right? He's probably a bad guy. Uh, mine is the the scene, the Detective O'Reilly playing Detective Connors. Not like playing like she's acting yeah. as, but her fucking with him, her... She, I think, is a fucking dope side character that the kids dope. don't even know how cool she is. Yeah, dope, and that she's so committed that she's going to do that code. That's the thing. That's part of the complication of the show, though. You that open up that scene and she's just doing lines, right? And you're like, oh, she does drugs, and then he walks in. And you're like, oh, it's a trap. But also, she did those drugs. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't do a thing where, like, suddenly she looks down in her hand and she's like crushed up, like Pez or something like that. <laughs> I will say though that, and I hope this changes in the next episode. I think her character is awesome and interesting. The actress is not pulling off those lines. Mm-hmm. There's a line that's like, "Well, I guess we're done with the Bechdel test," and she is not. <laughs> yeah. She's not doing good. All right, Cloak and Dagger is on Thursdays on Freeform. That's all the shows we have that's to talk it. about. Yeah, gentlemen. It's so nice. Let's do oh. one more tape in. All right, cool. Nope, can't do it. Uh, I just got word. Uh, producer Dave is uh, in my, pointing at in me on fire, and he's yeah, and he's just he's just real furious with Let's me. Let's do the tape in where I go home and kiss my wife. <laughs> yeah. So this episode was brought to you by yourpopfilter.com. It's a website. Go to the website at yourpopfilter.com, and you see all of our shows and all of the things that we do, and sometimes articles. Maybe there will be an article on there. Who knows? It's a fun time. Mike. Hmm. Do you like shopping online? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Uh, you know what? Fine. If, if you're not, com slash Amazon oh, is where now, you can now shop. Now we decided to show up. I was trying. Oh, I was daydreaming so hard. I was taking a short nap. Give me a break. Let me help you with that. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. That's where you can go to to buy things since some of us aren't here to play. You were jetpacking through dreams right there. <laughs> Greg, can you tell us huh? how you... G- <laughs> All right, fine. You know what? Go to YouTube.com, search for Your Pop Filter. We've got great videos there that are shorter bits uh, from this show and sometimes outtakes from other shows, and they've got uh, video components with them, and it's really great. You can like that. If you want to hit us up on social media, you go to Twitter.com, at Your Pop Filter. Also, Facebook.com slash Your Pop Filter. You can interact with us there, mostly on Twitter. It's harder to interact on Facebook, mostly because Facebook sucks now. Uh, I'm still paying attention. Do you want me to do Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I'll do Twitter. <laughs> um, so, uh, you if you want to do something that isn't social, but more of like a, a slow, like one way, like at a time sort of interaction, you can contact us at contact at yourpopfilter.com. It's an email address that we will take uh, your thoughts. If you thought that um, we didn't talk about a show that wasn't on this week, that's not what we do, but we will definitely, <laughs> we will definitely hear your thoughts on that. Um, we talk about Friday Night Lights once. Yeah, uh, I have talked about Winona Earp, so if you write us about that one, 
That one won't count. You need yeah. to pay. You need to pay better attention to the show, idiot. Ryan, uh, Ryan's would work though. Yeah, uh, or you can uh, hit us at one five six two Doctor DJ Pop. That's one five six two D R D J P O P. He's a robot associate who takes your phone calls that you give to us in an audio format and then plays it. If you have a good thought on shows and you want to hear yourself on this thing, yeah, do it. And we might play it on the show. We probably almost definitely will play it on the show because like you have to have good thoughts because you listen to this podcast and you're a good person and we love you and you probably give to charity. So one. 1562 Dr. DJ Pop. One of his hands is a spatula, and his other hand is a, a bunch of useless chuckle fucks who are just sitting. Everyone left. Everyone what? Left. What? Yeah, this fucking guy just wanted to take the whole thing. Are you still recording the podcast? All right. Uh, that's it. That's all the show that we have. Next week, we're going to be talking about some more shishies. And, you know, like uh, probably Luke Cage or something. Luke Cage. It's Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Cloak and Dagger, Preacher. Dude, we're at the list. This is a good time. Summer, baby! I will be watching the second episode of season one of Winona Earp instead of Luke Cage. (laughs) And I'll be looking forward to talking about that for Greg, I'm Taylor, for Taylor, I'm Ryan, for Ryan, I'm Mike, for Mike, I'm the world, and we love you. That's it. That's the show. Stop it. Stop the show. Stop the show.